your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solar. All right, good evening. Welcome to Hump Day. Is it Hump Day? It's Wednesday, yeah. Oh, Facebook Live. I'm on Facebook Live right now. Just hit the button. Uh, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line 608 A couple of things that we're going to have talk about today. The police are seeking help in solving a armed robbery that happened around 4.30 a.m. this morning on the at a quick trip. Police are asking for like security video around the area because the guy just took off on foot. Maybe he entered a car parked in the road and the cameras would pick that up. Uh, also, we talked yesterday about Alan Cruck, who got into a shooting with police officer Darling from the La Crosse Police Department August 3rd. And uh, that video came out yesterday. We listened to the video, which was really interesting, I think. Uh, today, Alan Cruck got out of the hospital from that shooting. Now he's in jail. That's about all we know on that. Uh, I did get a text about uh, his charges. So Alan Crook, who shot Officer Darling in the chest. Darling was wearing a bulletproof vest, though. Crook was charged with second-degree reckless endangerment. So right away, I got a text uh, from reading that story on wisdomnews.com. Somebody asked, why wasn't he charged with, I guess, murder? Or attempted murder? Not murder, but... Attempting to shoot an officer, right? That's pretty serious. Uh, Brad Williams is going to come in here after the news break. He's going to break some news. He was in court today. Break some news about, uh, and I don't know the names, Joanna, something like that, St. Juanus, something like that. Uh, the guy who got into a fight with another person in the back of a cab in lacrosse and stabbed him to death, I believe. So that that happened in court today. I don't know the details because I, I didn't. He he just came in here right before the show and said, "Hey, this happened in court. Nobody else was there, so we have it." Uh, so we're gonna get Brad Williams in here in about seven minutes. He's gonna tell us what's up with that. Uh, a couple other things. The the things that I actually wanted to talk about, besides that stuff locally, is like a always like a something happening with the lacrosse police department or the police in general or the courts. It's always something interesting going on there that, you know, the news never stops when it comes to that stuff. And if you guys want to talk about that, feel free to, to text me or, or give me a call 608-785-7914 in the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Hinted at this yesterday, but a Wisconsin bill would set the age for buying tobacco and nicotine to 21. So that age would jump from 18 to 21. Do you guys agree with that? Do you have a problem with that? I think only about uh, four years worth of people would care about that, right? Let's 17-year-olds, the 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. And uh, after that, nobody cares, right? Because if you're, if I mean, maybe it's some 16-year-olds who are out there smoking, are you addicted to cigarettes and nicotine and tobacco yet at 16 and 17? Where once you turn 18, you're thinking, yes, I can buy these legally, and now you won't be able to. That's kind of a weird place to be, right? Like you already know you're in the wrong. And But, I mean, addiction is addiction, I guess. But uh, along with that bill, there were some interesting outli- uh, 
qualifications when it came to just simply buying products for vaping. So vaping was the big deal here because kids are getting hooked on vaping. And I don't know how vaping works. Maybe you guys could tell me a little bit. I know some people who vape, but, uh, you know, you could buy vaping stuff with nicotine in it. So I guess you're just trying to get the nicotine high, which just seems a little silly. Like that's the part that's addicting. That's like the worst part of vaping, right? Or the worst part of smoking is the nicotine along with all the other crap and cigarettes. But uh, can you vape without like the nicotine or without tobacco? Like are people just vaping where it's just like f- like chewing gum? I don't know if you guys know anything about vaping. 608-785-7914. And kind of related to that, but not really, but only because Wisconsin's just not in this mix yet where Minnesota's governor, Tim Walls, who was the our congressman in the district, if you just right over the river, La Crescent, the southeast Wisconsin or southeast Minnesota congressman. Uh, now he's the governor. He says they're going to he's ordering legislation to uh, prep for legalizing pot recreationally. They want to get it done when they come back in session. And the Senate's top Republican, Paul Gazilka, says, you know, hold my beer or something. I don't know. What's the meme? We got to get Gazilka with a meme, right? Like where he's like, hold my beer when Walls is asking to legalize pot because Senate Republican House leader, uh, yeah, Senate Senate Republican leader Paul Gazilka says, nope, we're not doing that, uh, which seems a little crazy because, you know, does maybe take maybe take a, a, a poll on the people you represent and see what they think about it before you're just like, nope, not going to do it. Cause it hasn't been, you know, they haven't, it hasn't been a ton of discussion on it. It was just like automatically, we're not going to do it. Legalized pot, uh, in Minnesota, it's already legalized for medicinal purposes. Wisconsin medicinal. No decriminalization. No recreationally. No Wisconsin's in this boat with South Dakota, Wyoming, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Louisiana, and South Carolina. That's how that's where we're lumped with. Uh, that's where Wisconsin is lumped. So uh, it's kind of a weird group to be lumped with. At least, like let's let's get this stuff legalized in one way or another um, in Wisconsin. At least get on par with Minnesota, perhaps. It's always funny too living here. So if you wanted to get medical marijuana, could you just go? to Minnesota just go to Rochester and get it if maybe you have to have a Minnesota address maybe that and then you're you're bringing it illegally over the border to Wisconsin 608-785-7914 the Better Hearing Center talking text line we're going to get a quick break for news and we're going to bring Brad back to tell us what happened in the courts today right here on WIZM all right welcome back to lacrosse talk p.m. I'm Rick Solom in studio with me right now, Brad Williams. Hi, Brad. Hi, Rick. And on Facebook Live, if you guys are watching us there, 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line if you want to get in here. Brad has some breaking news and some just court news today. But There's Brad, a lot of court news. A lot of court news. Okay, but before we get to that, because I'm just going to waste your time here. <laughs> Okay. Headline, Oregon woman rescued from septic tank after being trapped in raw sewage for three days. Three days? So, this, is, this is not good. So she, she doesn't have any neighbors. Like her, her nearest neighbor is 1,000 feet away, and she yeah. 
fell through like a hole that you know for her she just fell in and she fell into her septic mm. tank she couldn't get out her daughter finally was like after three days hey i wonder where mom is and then went and check it to check on her and she didn't answer her phone or anything it, it, can you think of anything worse in the world that you could that that could happen to you for three days than being like laying and up to your neck in raw sewage well there have been a lot of worse things that have happened to people but that's pretty bad yeah, this wasn't even a baby Jessica sort of thing where people noticed that something that she was missing and everybody started gathering around and it's it wasn't national news. Nobody tried to get her out of the septic thing. Right. Um, yeah, I clearly like a terminal illness or something, but like just something that's going to like be torture for three days. Well, I, no, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I, mean, I can't think of anything. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I suppose if it's uh, things you were... You would not want to happen. You had a list of five things, and that might be right on the top of it. I guess if it's not going to kill you, then maybe like a boulder falling on your waist, and then you just having to lay in a desert sun for three days might be worse because you would sunburn to death. The James Franco uh, movie where he was uh, the real life uh, person out in the mountaineer, and he got his arm stuck and had to cut it off himself, and that was almost a week. Yes, but that's after the fact. Like right after after it happens, you're like, okay, I'm not going to get out of here. I have to cut my arm off. Okay. But while you're well, while you're bad. enduring but it, but while you're enduring it, yeah, it's three days in a septic tank. That's as bad as it gets. Yeah, but then right. you, then you had those the soccer players in Thailand in the cave and the yeah, but know, they're just hanging out in the cave. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, septic tank, yes, that's bad. I will up agree with neck, you. That's up to your bad. neck and raw sewage. Your own sewage, ra- too. Your probably. own sewage. Which might be not Ooh. as bad, because at least you know, maybe. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 608-785-7914. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line. If you want to call or text in something worse that you could think of than being trapped in raw sewage up to your neck for three days. All right, Brad, what happened in the courts today? Uh, A couple of uh, local murder cases had motion hearings today. Uh, The uh, trials of both Eric Sackett and Anquan St. Junius uh, had been scheduled to happen this October, one right after the other, basically. And these are cases uh, that have been uh, uh, based on uh, crimes from the last couple of years. Okay, let's go. Sackett is the one Sackett where he... is the one he is accused of uh, killing his girlfriend. This is back in June of last year. Mm-hmm. And her body ended up in a lake in Vernon County. Was it like tied to a rock or something? It, but there were right? weights on it. There yeah. were concrete blocks yes, okay. that were tied to the body. And her name was Aaron... Aaron Samvali. Okay. And she... Yeah, so he murdered... He, he allegedly murdered her. And murdering then... her. Now, today's there are a couple of different motion hearings. Uh, today's hearing was specifically on uh, whether to admit evidence uh, involved uh, that involved uh, police dog sniffing. That police dogs were brought in to various uh, scenes in connection with the crime, and whether they can be uh, considered reliable. What? You know, how long, and there was a, pretty much a whole day of questioning experts on dog sniffing and uh, whether you, uh, the dogs can detect something that is uh, just recent or whether they could detect something from 14 years ago if a person died mm-hmm. in the building. And so there was a lot of that. Were and, the dogs in court? No, the dogs uh, oh, were not in court. They weren't up on the stand? They testifying. were not on the stand. But that's, that's just one piece of evidence 
to be uh, considered in that case. I feel like at some point we're going to have to test the dogs, right? Like to test their uh, abilities? Uh, Maybe not I literally don't, I don't, in court. I but. don't know necessarily because there are so many other issues that are coming up. There's going to be another SACET motion hearing next week where there will be other motions. There are even... Uh, there have been suggestions from the defense also that uh, there's a possible other suspect rather than Sackett. So that's that's being uh, explored as well. Okay. So, I mean, the th- most interesting part week. there is the dogs, of course. The right? dogs, like, and mean, that's what the whole in, the whole case was today. We've gotten to a point in society now where we're we're uh, suing for because the dogs aren't reliable. Like I feel whether, like that's a loophole that, we should have exposed that, uh, years ago. Evidence should be entered in the trial. Yeah. The, the, any evidence that was related to the dogs sniffing at this location or that location or or, or whatever. Because you could train a dog to pretend that he found something or she the dog found mm, something. Uh, well, easier than I mean, training the, it to. The dog is not going to tell you. That's the right. whole point of having a dog uh, sniffing dog is that you have to figure out. Uh, the dog will take you to a specific. Yeah area and you have to figure out what's in that is there blood here is right. there hair is there something else is there an odor of something this was all uh, discussed during today's testimony the bigger question is how have we not figured out how to communicate with animals yet well that is a bigger question that's not going to be solved in this case <laughs> that was one murder case in court okay today. let's go there to the cab the other, i talked about the cab murder right the cab murder that's okay, the anquan st junius okay what happened there today? that there was also a court hearing which uh, that case is not going to happen in october at least right now the decision is because uh, st junius fired his lawyer okay and judge ramona gonzalez said it's a reckless homicide case for a homicide case it's big a person should not be representing himself in court for that. You need a lawyer. Yeah. Public defender needs to find a lawyer for you. Until that happens, we're going to take your case off the calendar. We'll reschedule it when you get a lawyer. Now, before that happens... Before you get into that, can you just describe... I, I tried right. you, but I kind of forgot the details. Right. Okay, and I this was re- the 2nd of January this yep. year. Okay. This was a, a fight outside a house on 7th Street. Yeah, in La Crosse. In La Crosse. And it involved... Uh, St. Junius and his wife, and there was another man, uh, Virgil Stewart, who uh, we are told got into an argument with St. Junius in the doorway of, of a taxi cab, yep. and uh, Mr. Stewart was stabbed and went to the hospital and died. Yeah, okay. And St. Junius has been in the county jail ever since then, ever since the 2nd of January, sure. and waiting for the trial. And he he brought up a number, representing himself, rep, uh, brought up a number of elements in the case today. It's like he said he should have a speedy trial, and that date has passed. He also was uh, saying that he's found inconsistencies uh, between two different uh, accounts of a witness who had seen Virgil Stewart after he was stabbed. Mm-hmm. And there were all these things. But the uh, the main thing that was decided, as we said, is that uh, Judge Gonzalez has taken the uh, October trial off the calendar right now. We don't know when the trial is going to be. St. Junius still needs a lawyer. Meanwhile, he is being sent to prison for a previous stabbing. From December of 2011, he was convicted of stabbing a bartender at a downtown bar. 
in the cross during a fight. This was a, a stabbing and wounding. Nobody died, but yep. uh, but this Do you was. Remember what bar that was? It was John's bar. John's bar. Okay. Yes, and uh, so he has a history of stabbing. So he had he had that case. That case he was on supervision. Supervision was revoked for one reason or another, and he has been in the county jail. But now, while waiting to have the murder case yep. tried. He will be sent to prison to serve this five-year term that had been imposed, which included the supervision. Sure, because he broke some some kind of rule right, there. Right, right. There, there was a violation. Perhaps stabbing there was somebody a, in a cab. That possibly, there was a violation of the supervision, so that means the uh, he can start serving. Do you the think prison he's going to like plead not guilty in this, the murder case? At this point, I I don't. Is think it hard so. to gauge that? No. Okay. I, I mean, he is well. There's already been a not guilty plea. That that's. Basically automatic when you're uh, arrested for a felony and then they bring you in for a preliminary hearing and you plead not guilty and that starts. Would you say that he's trying to. So the person was stabbed in the cab. Yes. Possibly by St. Junius. Yes. And then he's saying that maybe something happened to Virgil between the stabbing and that time he got to the hospital that killed him. uh, No, the the main thing is that the, the witness did. The uh, difference between the two accounts is, according to one account given to police, uh, the witness did not see Mr. Stewart bleeding until he got to her car. The other version is that she got out of her car and met him halfway before he got there. Okay. So that's, and uh, the judge said, there's really not that much difference. This no. one is just the uh, the summary of what they heard from other accounts. Yeah. But that could be discussed. That could also come up if he has a conviction in this case and it goes to an appeal. That yeah. could be part of it, too. These things always do. They, they end up in the courts and they take so long to get to the they point do. where the witnesses are on, you know, up there talking right. that they maybe forgot the little nitty gritty details eight months later. That Well, this this is more of what was said right at the time, oh, was right, it? Oh, okay. right after, you know, when the police were writing up okay. the reports and there was a criminal complaint that sure. was issued. So he has that. But there, there are a lot of issues in that particular case but the the, the main point is he's going to prison right now to start serving that yeah, that's interesting and uh he's waiting for an attorney to be appointed for him and then perhaps they can schedule the trial well, at least one way or the other you know he, he's he he broke his supervision so he's in jail at least he, he is prison. behind bars anyway he has been since the day of the the murder yeah all right is that all that happened uh, there's plenty more, but uh, but you'll find out about it here on the radio and on wisdomnews.com. You can have and, that up later and today. And we'll, yeah. we'll have all sorts of things for yeah. you. Okay. Yes. All right. Thanks a lot, Brad. Okay. Brad Williams pulled him out of the newsroom because it's faster to talk about this stuff than write it and then having me read it and then try to uh, explain it to you. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talk and text line. I'll get to these texts that you guys sent in. Uh, when we come back from Scott's comment and the news, if you want to text in, feel free. If you want to call, probably wait five minutes. All right. We'll be back right here on Wisdom. All right. Welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. I was just checking out the radiostuffstore.com tickets that we have. We got bus trips to Chicago. Not to Chicago, but against Chicago. To Lambeau, against Chicago. The red, uh, to Against Washington. Carolina, Oakland, Philly, Denver, and the Vikings one's already sold out. So if you want to get on those, do it soon because they sell out. 
Denver one's the next, September 22nd. All right. I'm going to fade Outcast so I can concentrate instead of wanting to sing along. 608-785-7914. I had Brad in here. He was talking about some of the stuff that happened in court today with a couple of murder trials. couple of murder trials. That's pretty crazy to talk about, um, just to even think about. Uh, Jer texts in, accident on Highway 16 westbound, interstate exit by Farm and Fleet. So Highway 16 by Farm and Fleet westbound, there's an accident. Thanks for that. You guys have... Annoying traffic backups, you can text me. Just make sure you're not driving. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. I asked Brad when he came in before we, we talked about what was happening in court today about this story in Oregon where, a, Oregon where a woman was trapped in her septic tank for three days. Three days up to her neck, I think, in, in her Raw, maybe her own raw sewage. She lives alone. She doesn't have any neighbors. Ne- nearest neighbors a thousand feet away, uh, rural Oregon. Um, I, I looked at this story on Fox News. So as I'm kind of reading it, of course, uh, in the middle they have a link: seven suffocate to death while cleaning septic tank at hotel in India. So there's that story. So I was like, well, that's you know probably worse than just being in your own raw sewage in a septic tank for three days. Cleaning a septic tank, they suffocate to death. I didn't click on the story, and then of course, and then while I'm on Fox News, a video pops up, and of course it's uh, something about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and complaining about her. So it's always, always so funny. Like we got to go there. Like just just let me read the story about raw sewage and being trapped in it. But so I posed the question: What would be worse? What could be worse? I mean, there obviously there's there's a ton of things that are, are worse, but just in a in a situation where for three days you have to go through this torture, and then when you're done, maybe you're traumatized, but you're not losing limbs. You don't end up with cancer. You know, it's just what could be worse for three days to endure, and then just after that, you, you clean up, maybe get over the PTSD of being trapped in a... You probably get rid of your septic tank after that and, and maybe move, maybe have some neighbors or get a roommate. But what could be worse than being trapped in raw sewage up to your neck for three days? I mean, oh, it's such a long time. Uh, Joe texted in, in very serious fashion uh, a three-day indoctrination of how liberals are gods, and they can and they can in their own mind control the Earth's climate. Joe had a couple of these, so really easy for Joe to a three-day in-service on the Green New Deal, and a th- uh, what was the other one, Joe? being trapped in Iowa during the Democratic 2020 presidential candidate's visit. So those, apparently, Joe, are worse for Joe, worse than being trapped in his own raw sewage up to his neck for three days. I beg to differ. But that's funny, Joe. Good one. Uh, another story that we have on wisdomnews.com. I talked about this a little bit yesterday uh, real quick, and I'm going to get to it in a minute. I'm going to get to your call in a minute, too. I'll put you on hold. Talked about this for a little bit yesterday, and I just just didn't get didn't get have time to get to it. Uh, Wisconsin bill would set the age for buying tobacco and nicotine to twenty one. So cigarettes, even vaping, even vaping stuff, and then on top of that, also paraphernalia. So vaping paraphernalia. So I guess your little vape pen or your vape memory stick, whatever you want to call those things. You know, even if you're not buying the stuff for them. They would end up costing. Uh, they would end up. You would have to be 21 to get those. Uh, 
608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. We're going to go to the telephone. Who's this? Go Could ahead. you actually take me off line? I'm calling to speak to the owner of your show. The owner of my show. Okay. Yep. Okay, well, you'll ha- you'll have to call them because I'm the owner of my show. <laughs> uh, great. That's uh, I used to be the call screener, so I don't have one of those. So I'm the my own call screener. Uh, anyway, the Wisconsin bill set the age of buying tobacco and nicotine products to 21. But also, if you wanted to buy like vape pens, even uh, that would cost that you would have to be 21 to do that. Uh, according to the Department of Health Services in Wisconsin, e-cigarette use has increased by 154 percent between 2014 and 2018. So uh, that's that's one of the worries. Uh, the, the bigger worry here is that young people are using this stuff. And then getting addicted to cigarettes. So I always used to joke, and this was a joke, that if I wanted to get started on cigarettes, this was before vape, vaping came along, is I would uh, slap a nicotine patch on my arm and start it at the lowest setting and then gradually work my way up on nicotine. And then at the end of it, I could start with cigarettes, and then I wouldn't get you know such a buzz from having cigarettes. And now that's essentially what kids are doing. I used to joke about this, but now kids are doing this. They're... Uh, they're starting with with vape vape pens, and they're doing it in high school and maybe even younger. Uh, how they're getting that stuff, I don't know, because we're setting the age limit to twenty one. Well, they're not eighteen, so you know what's going on. Are they are they using vape? Are, are kids vaping without using nicotine stuff, and that stuff's harming them? I wasn't exactly sure on on if that was the case. Eighteen states and Washington D.C. have already passed similar bills raising the minimum age for purchasing tobacco, nicotine, vaping products. It's already at twenty one. Um, so Wisconsin would be right on par there, uh, raising the age. Wisconsin not on par with anything that has to do with marijuana. I mean, maybe if D.C. is passing this stuff, maybe just like the rest of the country should pass this stuff. Like, shouldn't shouldn't that be the case? Uh, it's always funny to see like uh, marijuana legalized in D.C. Of course it is, right? Because that's where all the lawmakers are at. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones. Eric from Sparta, go ahead. Yeah, when is Knut's coming on again? Make the show interesting. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Eric. Keith Knutson, political scientist from Viterbo. School started Monday, so I'm going to give Keith like a a week to get figured out how he's going to do his class, his class schedule. Uh, I'll bring him back, Eric. It's not like a th- I'm not like banning him from the show. You guys love when Keith Knutson comes in here and we uh, rip on Donald Trump for an hour. <laughs> um, it's not hard to do. But uh, getting back to uh, this vaping thing, uh, Juul. So Juul makes uh, vaping products, kind of like maybe the biggest manufacturer of this stuff. They even put out a statement that says, we cannot fulfill our goal to provide the world's 1 billion adult smokers with a true alternative to combustible cigarettes, the number one cause of preventable death in this country if youth use continues unabated. Tobacco 21 laws fight one of the largest contributors to this problem, sharing by legal age peers, and they have been shown to dramatically reduce youth use rates. So bumping the age from 18 to 21 somehow reduces the use of kids under 18 using vaping products. I don't know how that works. It just seems kind of weird that, I mean, if kids are going to vape, right? If they're going to vape at 16, they're going to vape at 16. Why why would it change if the age is 21? Uh, Back to the phones. Uh, Lisa? Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Um, 
You do really own your own show. That's pretty cool. I know, right? It's my <laughs> own. I, I paid for it, apparently. <laughs> I love it. You are your own sponsor. Um, and also, we had the same nicotine joke about the uh, patches and working your way up. Yeah. So we have that kinship going. But I think the younger kids, whatever, are getting the vape pens and stuff from older kids. They're probably making money on it, just like when you used to sell beer to younger kids and make money on it. Used to. I mean, still do, certainly. Yeah, I mean, I work in the radio. I mean, I got to make money somehow. <laughs> just kidding. That's what I think they're doing. And look at, at Quick Trip. You can buy booze and ciggies and jewel refills and are, not condoms, but are you a, you want like Are you that. a vaping aficionado? I am not. Okay, because I don't know anything about this. Like, is all vaping stuff nicotine, tobacco, re- or nicotine related? Or can you just vape to have the... Because if I was 15 and I could have a vaping pen and blow steam out my mouth, that would be kind of cool. I absolutely think there is such a thing. I think if you get, like, bubblegum-flavored vape juice and yeah, things just, like that, they're going to start you on that. Yeah, it would be like... It would be like... Dum Dum Sucker is available as a vape juice, and then they will work it out. You know, get you on that for a bit, and then you work up to nicotine and right, yeah, just uh, like uh, candy absolutely. cigarettes or or bubble gum, right? Like just kind of the same. Hey, yep. the adults are doing it. I want to do this too, but not in a in a way that harms my body yet. Also, THC based vape, like some and CBD vape. Are figuring that out. Yeah, you can. There was one that is on a keychain. It looks just like a key fob, and that was a vape. That was discovered recently. Cool. All right. Well, maybe not cool. Maybe not awful. So, all right, Lisa. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Yeah, just I'm not like a, an expert on vaping, but I could imagine that the the for for 12, 13, 14, 15 year olds, they get a vape pen, even if they, it doesn't have nicotine in it, because obviously that would be illegal. But if they could just blow water vapor out and it's maybe flavored like like bubble gum, like just like chewing gum, uh, that that would be something cool to do maybe you can even do like the the o's like when you blow a cigarette and smoke out and make you make like little o's maybe they can do that with vapes i have no idea but uh i'm what i'm wondering is if there's vaping products the vape juice that lisa called it uh even if it doesn't have nicotine in it if it's just like bubblegum flavored is that stuff harming our kids lungs too is that stuff bad for us even if it's not addictive like nicotine 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. I'll check out these texts uh, over the break and I'll come back and, and read them out over right here on Wisdom. It's almost childish. You could tell this Wednesday he asked people to call in um, if they had a favorite animal because for some reason he was fascinated by otters. That's Mary. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Animal fact of the day. I'm going to try to do this every day. At some point, I'm going to put it in the log so I know exactly when to do it. I'm going to do it at the same time every day. The fingerprints of a koala are so indistinguishable from humans that they have on occasion been confused at a crime scene. So uh, koalas and humans, similar fingerprints. The animal fact of the day, if you want to sponsor that, call me at this number. I am the show owner. You want to call me? Uh, a couple of texts that we got, uh, the Better Hearing Center talk at text line. If you want to text in as we wrap up the show here, 608-785-7914. Uh, Trevor asked why you would buy condoms from a gas station. They're probably full of pinholes. Well, Trevor, if they're 
you know, desperate times, right? Like it's the only place that's open. Uh, another texter said 75% of the people who you see vaping are doing the THC. So they're doing THC vapes. Uh, we talked earlier about being trapped. A, a woman in Oregon was trapped for three days in her septic tank up to her like neck in her own raw sewage or raw sewage in general, I guess. Maybe not all her own, but she lived alone in rural Oregon. And I asked what would be worse to do for three days. Joe's ha- Joe had a couple of jokes about uh, listening to Democrats on various topics. But another texter said, how about listening to Joe for three days? Um, even Joe Tex is pretty bad. Uh, Minnesota Brent asked if Mary had called. No, but Brent, that's why I played that Mary clip for you. Um, and James texts in the lady that called in about the owner of our show or my show. I'm sorry, our show. This is my show. Uh, she sounded crabby. Uh, I don't know if she sounded crabby. She sounded like she was mad about something, but she didn't want to get into it on the air, clearly. Uh, 608-785-7914 if you need to speak to the owner of the show. Uh, we got one minute left here, and I'm just going to rehash some of this stuff. Uh, Lacrosse police today need your help. Uh, armed robbery happened at a quick trip. Let's see what quick trip here. I got to pull up. I got the George Street quick trip about 425 this morning. So the lacrosse police are looking for any, any info that any of you might have. So people in that area of George Street or east of that area, the guy took off on foot. So they're, they're saying anyone east of that quick trip, if they have exterior security cameras, check out that footage around before, before 425 and after 425 a.m. this morning. And see if you see anyone like getting out, maybe putting on a black hoodie, 